David Mandel is in our studio, Chief Executive Officer at OHEL Children's Home and Family Services. We're going to be joined in a second by uh, Rabbi Ellie Brazil, who now directs Camp Cayley as they both are getting ready for a very big summer. David Mandel, welcome back to JM in the AM, and thank you for not uh, tying yourself to the top of our building and rappelling onto Montgomery Street early this morning. It's much appreciated. Good morning, Nacham. <laughs> Repelling off a one-story building seems like a lot more fun than 20 stories. Uh, that I'm sure. I was saying to myself, I wonder if this building, which is not one story, it's actually four or five. Four I'll, stories. Come yeah, on. come on. I wonder if I'd even try this one, but I don't think so. I don't think even this one I'd have any desire to try. But I think it'd be fun to see you go up four stories as opposed to down 20 stories. Were you surprised at all? Up four stories. <laughs> Were you surprised at all? That event sold out as quickly as it did. Nachum, I, I really didn't understand it. <laughs> it's something that so I. So you're like me. You walked into it the same way I did. I, I've never experienced it. You know, you can you can look at it, you can think about it, you can talk about it until you're standing up on the ledge with you with your feet ready to go over the dangling edge. off twenty stories, uh, not looking behind you. Uh, you don't want to look behind you. <laughs> and then the person says to you, Go ahead. Everything's <laughs> Time fine. <to> go. <laughs> everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. And I repeated everything, you know, blue rope is for this, orange rope is for this, and the buckle and everything. And I said, Am I all set? And he says, I think so. <laughs> That's what you needed to hear. And I heard the words, I think so. <laughs> What was, what was the most? What was the rope? What was the fail-safe rope? What color? What was the rope that you that you had in your mind? I must make sure to remember that this is the one that I want to make sure to hold on to if something happens. Very bright orange. Bright orange. That was the one. Yeah. It was the bright orange. It's like rope. the cone on the street, you know, <sighs> the safety cone on the street. All right, well, I'm nervous just thinking about the whole thing. I'm glad everybody survived. Not only to survive, but thrived in an amazing day for O. It was exciting. It was yeah, fun. It was really incredible. Love the coverage about it. Uh, Rabbi Ali Brazil. Is with us uh, live via telephone. Camp Cayley is getting set to begin. Do we know what year is this? Third, fourth, fifth? What are we up to? It's the fourth year of Camp fourth Cayley. Year of it's Camp the first Cayley. year of the new Camp Cayley with Rabbi Ellie Brazil as our director. Ellie Brazil, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How you doing? Everything is good. So I could ask you the same question I just asked David. How'd you sell out so quickly? I asked him that about the repelling event. It seems like uh, Camp Cayley had a an amazing surge over the last couple of months. People just clamoring to get in, both staff and campers. Thank God. I think that's uh, Hashem, a testament to the staff we've hired, the programming, and uh, really a team effort that uh, we put together. This is the first time that you're going to be, I mean, you have a lot of camp experience. Nobody could speak about that more than I can. You have a tremendous amount of camp experience, but it is the first time that you're going to be supervising this type of arrangement, one that we've uh, spoken about extensively on this program in terms of how Camp Cayley works and the you know the amazing mix of uh, of campers and uh, and abilities that will be uh, you know under your jurisdiction throughout the entire summer. What are your thoughts as you go into this unique camping setup? Very excited. A lot, a lot of great programming planned. Um, really, the staff is tremendous. Um, I have direction from uh, you know the people at OHEL, um, from a lot of my family members, my father, and uh, thank God we are geared up to something's going to be amazing in the summer. Interesting. Does does any of I don't know. Does any of that whole factor either not worry you, but uh, it, it, it must it must come as some type of challenge to you where you've never really seen it in action on a regular basis, right? Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, anything new in life is uh, is a challenge. Um, but if you prepare properly, like as you've always uh, told us, told me that uh, <laughs> putting your best effort, you know, everything will work out. <laughs> everything I said comes back to haunt me. Huh? <laughs> 
All right, when does it all begin? What's the official first day of camp? Uh, the, boy, the staff comes up on Sunday the 22nd, and the boys come up uh, the 25th. And they'll be up there for what, three weeks? Four they'll weeks? be up there for four weeks, yeah. They'll be up there for four weeks, and then the uh, the girls will have their chance to come to Camp Cayley uh, starting, what, at the beginning of August or so? Uh, July uh, 23rd, they come up. The end of July. All right, so that's how it works. We wish you the best of luck this summer, and uh, any any special messages for uh, for parents out there who are uh, curious about the whole Camp Cayley family? Well, we just redid our entire website, so that's uh, oh. everything you can find, pictures, videos, uh, the new camp calendar is up there, and... Uh, we're very, very excited. How do people access that? What address? www.campkaylee.org. And uh, thank God, since we've launched, we've got thousands of hits. Um, and uh, we're very, very excited. We just uh, we have a, like a leadership seminar with different principals and uh, community leaders coming to camp to speak to the campers. So uh, thank God we have a lot of stuff planned, and we're really excited. All right. Before you leave, Ellie, let me pose the same question to David Mandel. So... What do you think, as you saw how many people during this winter were clamoring, both staff and campers, to get into this fourth year of Camp Cayley? Well, Ellie Brazil is um, a, a, is just a very different kind of a person. You know, he's a camp person through and through. And from the very moment that we met him, we were very excited about the opportunities that he would bring to Camp Cayley, working with typical kids, working with kids with disabilities, integrating the camp as the vision of the Board of Trustees um, envisioned it years ago, Ellie and I had an opportunity to sit with Harvey and Gloria Cayley in their home a few weeks ago, and um, Ellie talked about um, the kids and the program and the revamping of the hockey court and the basketball courts and uh, the trips and a um, three-day trip to Boston uh, for the kids and um, the concept of, of sports and um, the learning groups um, several times a day, um, a Masmidim program, 29 boys that are Masmidim in Camp Cayley, including several of them kids with disabilities that are Masmidim in Camp Cayley, learning a half a day, sports a half a day. It's mm-hmm. just a, a level of excitement and programming that we are, are looking forward to with tremendous excitement. Amazing. Ellie Brazil, good luck this summer. We hope to see you at some point. Yeah, I hope you come on. Nachum. we got a, got the new Kaylee apparel for you. So oh, thank you very much. Uh, Kaylee has, uh, they've changed things up for the summer of 2014, huh? Baruch Hashem, thank God. <laughs> Ellie, thank you. Good luck in Camp Kaylee this summer. Thanks so much. Have a good summer, Nachum. Rabbi Ellie Brazil, who's the new director up at Camp Kaylee. The uh, boys begin toward the end of June. The girls will be up there toward the end of July, and obviously when I get there at some point, I hope to have a full report, as I did last summer, for everybody about what's happening up there. uh, David and I, I'm telling you, we've been talking about this for five years, the whole idea of a a Camp Cayley, which I guess now we could use in, right, a Camp Cayley, it's a description now in terms of how a camp setup is, and we know there are a lot of great summer camps out there with great arrangements for people of different abilities to spend time, but this is unique. This is something very different. That's what's so different about the board of directors of, of OHEL, the board of trustees of Camp Cayley. It, it's, um, it's a vision that was in the making for eight years. The, the conversation, the thoughtfulness, the planning, the shopping to buy a camp, just an inordinate experience. The, uh, the Camp Cayley, Dr. Joe Silver campus, the 113 acres, um, you know, it's it's it's. Um, thank God that, that we're in this place. Uh, we're looking forward to it. And Ellie Brazil has brought in new concepts 
into the camp this year. Uh, as he said, every single, every single week, every single Shabbos, we have some guest housing. Not only was the camp sold out back in February. <laughs> guest we housing st- for weekends? <laughs> we still, we still have, we still have in individuals, scores of individuals that, that are trying to get into Camp Kelly today. Thank God. Right. We have a respite program opportunity for, for parents who have a child with a disability to come up as our guests for several days. Um, we have um, guest houses, um, guest accommodations for people to come up during the week or Shabbosim. And Ellie has principals, Rabbanim from different communities uh, throughout New York City, uh, New Jersey, the five towns. We have a full busload of girls coming from Baltimore to Camp Kelly this summer, from Base Yaakov's in Baltimore. Hmm. Really expanding, to say the least. We have kids from Los Angeles. We have um, um, campers and staff coming from from Meritus Row, from Yerushalayim, from Beit Shemesh, from Efrat. Um, thank God. We can't say thank God often enough. Very nice. All right, so there you have it, folks. And we wish good luck and a wonderful summer to everybody up at Camp Cayley. David Mandel is here, which means we'll take advantage of his expertise in uh, the area of safety during the summer. It is now the month of June. This is a golden opportunity to remind parents about different things that they should be preparing their children with, no matter what summer camp they're going to, no matter where on this globe their kids will be spending this summer. Um, This is a message that years ago was really hard to penetrate into our community. And thank God, a, a lot of the credit goes to you and people like Dr. Polkowitz and others. Uh, now this message seems to really be taken very seriously by parents, all types of parents out there. You know, we, we, we remind, we remind parents that the time to talk to children about safety is all the time throughout the year. And the time to talk about summer safety is weeks before camp starts, not when the child is getting on the bus. And he's got one step on the bus, and he turns to say goodbye, and you give him a list of six things. Remember this, remember this, remember this. They, they've already stopped listening to you. Correct. They're just thinking about who they're going to be sitting next to on the bus for the two-hour trip. They're not listening to a word that you're saying. So today is a week before camp, or two weeks before camp, or before you go to the summer home, or to the bungalow colony, wherever you're going. This is a time to talk to your son or daughter if you haven't yet about summer safety, summer fun. And the list includes, the modern-day list includes the personal safety, that no one can touch you, any place that you're uncomfortable. It's not just don't no one can touch you underneath your bathing suit. That's not good enough. It's no one can touch you anywhere that makes you uncomfortable. No one can do anything with you that makes you uncomfortable. That's the conversation conversation today is about bullying. It's not only about physical touch, but it's also about social interaction. Unfortunately, bullying is a phenomenon. Nothing like this started in the year 2014. These things have been going on for hundreds and thousands of years. But it seems like today, especially with the social media, etc., the pressure is immense. Someone said to me the other day, now it's 24 hours a day. Because of social media, it's not just you know getting somebody picked on you know for a few minutes at school. And you'll see many camps. Um, um, Ellie Brazil um, spoke to us about it months ago when when he first came on board a year ago. Um, you know, no phones. Right. There's a debate in camp. Should the kid have the phone? Should he be able to call his mom and dad? Uh, can mom and dad call him any time? And the answer is no. 
You've entrusted your kid to a camp to go up for four weeks or six weeks or seven weeks. They're there to have fun. They're not there to be in touch with their parents twice a day. So no phones in camp. Depending on the age, uh, the camper can get the phone back on Shabbos right. or on a trip day. So bullying is bullying is is all about um, um, one or a group of kids who pick on. We all know what bullying means. Mm-hmm. It's happened to many of us in school. It's happened to many of us on the baseball field, on the basketball kid, on the basketball field, where you are left out, where you are made fun of, where you are told that you're not good enough. And parents should talk to the kids about that also, uh, to give them inner strength, to give them self-esteem, to give them resilience, to tell them to talk to your counselor. Right. Discuss the options that they have. Don't allow yourself when that happens. Don't do it to anyone else. Right. And don't allow yourself to happen to you. A few years ago, you released a DVD that was one that you said that parents and children could watch together, right? I assume that that DVD is still timely. Dr. David Pelkowitz and I, at the suggestion of um, some some parents, uh, made an 11-minute DVD that was on personal touch and safety. And we described it for the 9, 10, 12, 13-year-old so that parents who were not comfortable talking about these issues could watch it together with their son or daughter of any age. And we were speaking on behalf of the parents. Right. They literally just had to turn it on and watch it. Right. And I, it's probably available on the OHEL website. It's available time, right? on the OHEL website. Derek Saker has sent out um, hundreds and thousands of these. Right. And anybody can access it, and uh, it's a great opportunity to sit down with your child and uh, have a discussion like this before the summer. David Mandel is here We're talking about summer safety and some of the things that people need to be aware of as the... Uh, as the kids start getting ready for camp, and as you said, another week or two, and they'll be they'll be on their way. Hard to believe. Uh, a lot of this uh, applies um, uh, to both young and old, and I don't I don't mean people you know <laughs> our age. I'm talking about uh, the very young campers and those who have older campers. It's uh, I mean th- these are discussions worthwhile having with people of any age. In Teaneck Bergenfield on Shabbosim, um, as you know, people wear orange, um, an orange vest at night because there is insufficient lighting. Right. And many communities out of town people do that. Unfortunately, we know someone who was uh, hit by a car recently. He should have a full shlema. Um, so the old conversation about buddying in a swimming pool is really buddying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't go out at night. Alone. Uh, never walk on 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 the road on a, on a dark road alone. Um, have a bright colored vest, an orange vest. Um, don't go anywhere alone. Um, children and adults, um, staff that go out at night on a day off, um, shouldn't go anywhere alone. You know what is the most um, worrisome situation for family? For parents, when when their son or daughter is driving at night in the Catskills or any place. Which many camps will not allow anyway, but yes, you're 100% right. Uh, You mentioned phones earlier. Um, I am of the opinion, and I know there's some people in the camping industry who agree with me, I am of the opinion that because every phone now has a camera in it, that there's no place for a phone inside a bunk at all. And that arrangements have to be made with the upper staff of the camp to figure out how staff, and I'm talking about campers or staff, how staff members will have access to their phone when they're allowed to, fine. All that I understand, you know, is a logistical thing that has to be taken care of. Don't you agree that ideally it would be better during 2014 
with all the potential for, for danger when there's so many cameras lying around to just ban cell phones from inside bunk buildings and camp. Camp Cayley, as well as um, um, all camps, um, send out um, a handbook to parents, a guide, information. It could be a page. It could be eight pages. And uh, take a look at many camp websites, and you'll see a really wonderful sentence these days. Um, and it says, all campers, some camps, many camps do this. And the sentence reads, um, campers will have to give their phone into the office the morning that they arrive at camp. Correct. But a lot of them don't do that for staff. And I think that, I think it's worthwhile as an extra precaution to enforce a rule where there is no use of a phone inside a bunk. Simple as that. Rabbi Ali Brazil has uh, provided orientation to staff. I've heard him say it. A few things. Number one is, do not use your phone while you're working. Right. Period. Number two, do not give your phone, a staff member, do not give your phone to any camper. Right. Understood. So they can call home. Correct. If you as a staff member give your phone, I'm going to take your phone away. I'm going to treat you like a camper. Right. Those are the new rules of camp. Those I understand. And a lot of those rules have been around for a while. I want to make a new rule. <laughs> no iPads, no iPhones. Make, I want to make a new rule that anything that has the potential to take a photo inside a bunk cannot be used inside a bunk. You want to use it? Go outside the bunk or go, you know. Somewhere else. That, now, it may, you just mentioned something I never even considered. It's not just phones, it's iPads and all that also have the potential. So this is a really difficult area right. to pursue. But we right. know, we know camps are in very challenging situations now. And if one thing goes wrong, it could be disaster for a lot of people. Because so. Of course, no one should take a picture of, a, of, yeah. of anyone else in a bunkhouse where Correct. people are coming and going in various right. And states. not just, and not just a picture that would be deemed inappropriate, but, but who, who would want even, a regular picture of right. their kid being on social media. Right. Who would want, without their permission, of course. You right. know, who would want that without parental permission? And so. a 10-year-old can't give permission. Right, exactly. So, anyway, thought I'd toss that in. It's a very smart comment, and... and um, Maybe some of the camp directors out there will uh, will heed the advice. Who knows? Um, but wh- what else should we cover on safety? Uh, we talked about the roads. We talked about... Uh, uh, all the different uh, things that kids have to be wary of in terms of uh, what others could potentially do to them. Anything else we have to mention well, this morning? One of the things that we hear parents um, say to them, you know, um, um, you know, it's all the don'ts. You know, um, the, the things written about uh, people who, who say to people, "Be careful when you cross the street; don't get right. hit by a car." Um, and they they try to encourage parents to give a list of do's. Oh, instead of don'ts. Instead of don'ts. Interesting. Give a list of do's um, about how to have fun. Do have a safe, fun time. Do have a safe, fun time. Um, do make friends. Do participate in sports. Hmm. Encourage them to do the kind of things that they normally may not like to do. You have kids that want to come to camp and sit in a bunk and read. Right. Because they don't necessarily like sports. And not that we're against reading. <laughs> but There's a time for reading. Right. Um, you know, reading, when you're in a learning group, read the Gemara. That's perfect. Read the Chumash. <laughs> listen to the Rebbe. Listen to the Mora. Encourage your kids to participate in sports. Don't only encourage them to change their underwear twice a month. Encourage them to participate in the activities that are going on. It's a t- camp is a time to bloom. It's not only that you can grow two inches. Right. It's a time to bloom. No question about it. It's uh, some of the greatest experiences that people have come in those two months, even sometimes beyond what they're able to accomplish during the ten months of the school year. So, 
And the other, the other camp that, that I just want to mention, um, that, that OHEL has that we've built up over the past 18 years is the end of summer camp program. In addition to Camp Kelly that's integrated kids with right. disabilities and typical kids, we have an end of summer program for 10 days that is just for kids with disabilities. Uh, boys are going to be in uh, Camp Kelly and girls uh, are going to be eventing at another camp this summer. Um, and it, it's a very exciting time. We have about 80 boys and 80 girls with another 80 staff in each location. And that happens at the end of August? That happens at the end of August. Yeah. It's part of our year-round programming when OHIL creates programs, um, Hindi Hecht, Mazel Tov to Hindi Hecht, on a daughter getting uh, married, uh, Tova and and Alana Katz, and, and many of the staff that are developing the program for many years, it's a program that parents look forward to. Um, we run programs throughout the year, Sunday programs, Thanksgiving weekend. Are those uh, sold out? Can parents still get their kids in now or not? Uh, those are pretty much sold out. Are parents sold. are welcome wow. to, um, to to call us, to call the office. Um, pretty much um, those programs are sold Unbelievable. out. Unbelievable. A lot of stuff out there being offered, and I'm glad people are taking advantage of it, that's for sure. David Mandel, I take this opportunity to wish you a happy, fun, and safe summer. Let's hope everybody at Camp Cayley and all the camps uh, around, in fact, have a nice, fun summer and uh, take all the extra precautions for the kids. Let them know in a positive manner about all the precautions that need to be taken. And in general, remember in 2014, stuff happens at a very fast pace. A lot of stuff happens out there uh, at a rate that uh, <laughs> we at our age may not be used to, but the, the kids are certainly aware of just how quickly things happen. So we have to take extra precautions and make sure everybody is... is uh, safe as possible. Nachum, where are you and Stacey going ziplining this summer? <laughs> Why, you think that's any better than rappelling? <laughs> it is a little better. I, right? I'd, I'd, like to see, I'd like to see you ziplining, <laughs> and then I'll let you know. Right, then I'll work my way up <laughs> to the 20 floors. Thank you, David. See you up thank at you, Camp, Nachum. See you up at Camp Cayley. David Mandel, I thank both him and Ellie Brazil uh, for joining me here on a Thursday morning. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. <laughs>